This looks like a candle. Good call. This? Yeah. No, yeah, it looks like a candle. I've been waiting for this moment. Oh, you can do smoke rings? Sometimes. Ooh, mint's nice. Yeah. Mint's been marketed very well. There's people who don't like mint. Cool mint. Oh. Mint's been really successful in, in with humans. Junior mints. Mint. Mint, uh, mint blizzards. Mint oil blizzards. Mint majiados. It's the smell of something to hide. Mint. Have you said that before? The smell I of something to hide. Oh yeah. It. <laughs> oh yeah. Mint is the, pass me that shit. <laughs> wow, this is we're actually doing a podcast. This is great. I, I missed it. I missed it. I am born again. <laughs> I'm gonna um, there's gonna be distractions here and there. Yeah. Unfortunately, but But uh I haven't done a podcast for a long time. I did a podcast with Randy Ewan and Taylor Ritchie. What happened? Like I saw the a month ago, or I saw the photo that you posted to Facebook. Skype completely failed, and didn't the record call, the anything. Record, the call recorder failed. And I'm gonna keep looking at that once in a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wonder if we could cover it or oh no. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the last one I did. I haven't done one for a long time, and I've really missed it. Really, really missed frame? it. But oh yeah, I'm in frame. Uh, Any free I, time, I, I wanted to skate, so yeah. that's the first priority. I, I, and we would have been skating, but it rained. So that's, that's right. Why, that's why this. Well, we happened. were skating, and any stacking clips, stacking like clips. Any dog? There's gonna be hookah sounds and dog. <laughs> sounds. Yeah. And I tried to record a podcast two weeks ago. Yeah. What happened to that? Get down. Uh, you know how my voice would go robot-y? Yep. Looked at it again. It was the headset. It wasn't my computer. Because hmm. I was I was so stoked. I recorded. I had all these notes. I posted this thing where it's like, what do you want me to talk about? I'm going to record a solo cast. Nice, yeah. I did like an hour and a half or something, and then I went. Wow. Was like, an hour and a half. Solo. It's good. Fuck. It's good to work on your material. That's uh, that's uh, amazing. A good, a good solo podcast should be about an hour. But I had a lot of material to get through, so I ordered a Zoom recorder. And I'm going to redo it, but uh, I'll re-record that one. So we have tried, and then 
the Mike Torres one that's coming up tomorrow, I have to buy a new headset. But that's been the, I'll apologize to him at the start of the podcast. That's been the longest back and forth, I think. What's your longest back and well, forth? Well, I've had one of those with Ben, ben Weiss. He still wants to do it? Yep. And I, I hit him up like a couple times and he hit me up. And I actually, I feel bad because I, sometimes if I have, like, I'll be like, okay, in two hours, I have a window. So I'll send like three people messages on Facebook if it's a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Expecting like not more than one person is going to respond on short notice on a Friday night. And then that night was when Randy Ewan and got back to me like, oh shit, dude, I was just thinking I wanted to do a podcast with you. Yeah. And then Skype fucked up. I did. Skype fucked up. And that same night, Ben Weiss was like, yeah, I'm down, but I had already told Randy. So sorry, sorry, Ben Weiss. Sorry, Mike Torres and uh, Kenji. Kenji, hopefully, we're gonna get Kenji on too. I would love and, to do uh, a, a three-way with Kenji. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I may have broken my my headset though, in the move, because you know the okay, you know the Logitech headset. They're shitty. Um, they they no, they're pretty good. The one that they're I had. Decent. I kept the reason I broke it and the reason that robot sound happened is because it would like I couldn't get it to where it, it could be do I have like fat cheeks like when I express myself my cheek might stick out further and it kept scraping against here and you have a lot and of I have you have stubble. a beard yeah yeah so beard. it would make noise so I kept I kept like it's not made out of metal or anything but I would like bend the plastic so I fucked it up but anyways so you broke some shit the little you know the Logitech headset you plug in that tiny little USB that has it's the silliest design ever because it's a little USB plug-in thing, yeah. but it, it's like a centimeter long. So trying to get it out is really hard. They, they it's not. You, do you know what I'm talking about? Do we have the same? No, ours is different. I had a nice, I had a long, like a long reinforced, pla- reinforced plastic, which ah. is, is kind of like an oxymoron. Nice. I'm so jealous of like balling setups with like the headphones and nice mics. That's that's what we're that's what we're working towards, people. Well, but the Zoom because when I when I had the business, I was able I had access to all the equipment, so I just I had the Zoom all the time and it's great. Like you can just set it up. That's why the solo podcast had good audio quality. So the Zoom is on order. Oh, fucking! We should probably talk about something rollerblading. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it was so annoying looking on like message boards people talking about podcast gear and stuff Ugh, just got i can't do it fucking irritating just can't do tech talk yeah it, it bugs me people always have fucking conversations about cameras and dsl and uh, hey i only megapixel and shit and it's like how can you talk about this is this interesting to you and it's interesting to so many people well we're all distracting ourselves Ugh. from one very important uh thing that we all like to forget did you hear that oh, Jesus Christ. What the hell is that? We're all going to die. So if we yep. can distract ourselves with making pixels and tech talk, yeah. so be it. Like yeah. I said, a really good photo can be taken with an iPhone. It's, you know, it's the content and it's the, it's the attitude behind I a, it. I was thinking about this uh, uh, yesterday when I was picking up poop outside. It's a good time to think about things. I have to admit something. Let's hear it, Joey. I'm not a technical person at all. Do you want to know why the videos and Leon called me on it years ago and I didn't I didn't admit to it, but he knew. He yeah. was like, "Do you ever say that you uh, you like something this way because you actually don't know how to do the thing?" And I don't know if this is true or not, but like, remember how we didn't want 
chapter selections so people would watch the full video. I actually, I didn't know how to do chapter selections, so I would just say, but it was better that you just press play and you have to watch the whole video. But for people yeah. who wanted to find specific parts, it was really annoying. But I think, because I do have one more point. Yeah. Fast forward and rewind on VCR is so much better than fast forward and rewind on streaming like Netflix and Apple TV and on DVDs. Fast forward and rewind sucks when it's digital. When it's because when it's rewind, like when it's scrubbing on a tape, it was so because yeah, you could felt, actually see it. It felt good, like it felt really good to fast forward and rewind. So yeah, and you might yeah. see parts that you oh remember this like because yeah. you actually see it. Yeah, and rewind, when it yeah. stream like it ha it just streams to the part, so you just get black until the point that you're looking for. A lot of our experience of entertainment has changed for the worse. Let me ask you. I probably asked you before. Um, what's your most powerful like? online viewing experience that you've had since since the beginning of the the internet like have you ever <laughs> since the beginning of the internet i dated myself today that kid was like we need mushroom blading business cards by the way with the website yeah for sure not not business cards but like no one's gonna remember mushroom blading people always ask like where can i find your thing on youtube and uh we just need the symbol and the website on a card or a sticker or something because yeah. that, that kid's probably going to forget. But I totally said, uh, back in my day, they didn't have YouTube because he's like, I watch a lot of YouTube. It was crazy. How old was that kid? Yeah, like eight. And kids are open these days, hey? They're like, they're more open. They haven't been, that, that kid was at the age where he was very open to like, he wanted to try skating, he wanted to try skateboarding. Was he annoying you, by the he way? He was. He was pissing me off because, It's, like... it's funny. I thought <laughs> since having a kid, I'm always... I'm, I irritate so many people that I work with since the beginning of time because I talk to people for too long. Yeah. I, like, you give you give people too much time and, like, if I, I'll have, like, two hours or three hours in two weeks to I skate can, and film. You. And you'll... <laughs> You'll like give some stupid kid all of your attention, like you guys should roll on this and, like yeah cool thanks and go away. You don't like. I, and then I was like, so roll along here like this, and I like did the request. Like he's interacting with me. I need to give him respect. But I'm like I'm impatient with. Yeah, it's that's my, that's my bad. I'm the yin, you're the yang. Yeah, I have to be. I have to be. I have to give people more time. But I don't have a lot of time to give, so if you're not entertaining me, we take your skates and you walk the fuck home. The rain could, it was probably a good thing because now we'll have, you know, a bit of podcast to do here. Yeah, it's tough um, though. I wish I had a full two hours to really. I know because we started podcasting in the car with a podcast. Yeah. Because like I always said, we would do podcasts before we knew podcasts, and I think a lot of people do. They just bullshit. Oh, yeah. People have they conversations. Don't. No, but conversations like, have existed but like for rollerblader conversations. You know, like when yeah. you'd be traveling and or like you'd be in Calgary or something, and you'd be at a pub and you'd have some drinks, and you'd like be off with like Dale or whoever. You'd just be talking to someone, and you get in those really awesome in depth conversations. And people and have them all. You over would the place. feel so uh, like the podcast is it's less it's exciting to put it up or whatever. But you know, you'd feel really good the next day that you had so many amazing conversations with with rollerbladers. It's such a healthy thing to have conversations. It's very therapeutic. Very therapeutic. And and there is something about rollerbladers can get into really good 
conversations. They can have a lot of really stupid conversations about colorways and fucking spot selection and retarded shit like that. But they can also have a lot of really stimulating conversations. And so let me ask you this. If, if people are having such interesting conversations in rollerblading, then why is there only one rollerblading podcast? I don't, I still don't get that. I don't get that at all. Why doesn't, why isn't there the, I mean, the why would, well, okay, if, from a branding perspective, why That's doesn't Volo, yeah, why doesn't Volo release a, you, a weekly podcast? We're why talking here with them, Alex Broskow, why isn't there talking here with John Julio. Why isn't there them good spot? What are we hiding? What are we hiding, Joey? What are we trying to protect? They can edit it too if they want. Yeah. It could be like five minutes promoting. It could be twenty minutes, and it could be all promoting products. Actually, people would people, people do that. They do like they put together like three minute things where it's edited. No, I unedited. I want to see conversations with John Julio, Alex Brasco. I'm calling these people out. I want to hear you guys talk unedited for two hours. You've called them up before. It's not going to happen. <laughs> that, that look away of frustration. So so why why? Um, Fear. Maybe they have nothing to say. Let my skating do the talking. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to say nothing. I'll let my skating do the talking. I let. I let my liners. The stink of my liners. Say they it, were talking. Says it all. Todd, these liners are. They've surpassed any of my REMS liners. That. Because you've been skating sockless. The liners are like waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> they're not waterproof, but they're they're Aren't not they waterproof. Like, couldn't you go swimming and have dry feet in those? Like, you could dip your foot in water. Well, they're designed for water skiing, so I yeah. think they they're designed <laughs> to keep out water. Yeah, and therefore and so they keep in water, all yeah. the water. Where water skiing, your your foot's not gonna sweat as much water skiing. No. As it as. That's a big problem in rollerblading is sweaty feet. Yeah. When when skates get really sweaty, they're getting heavier. Your skates are filling with water, and that water has weight. What? We need to find a way to more ventilation is needed in rollerblading. The technology. the density of that foam, like those liners, are really good. They're amazing. Yeah. You need a shock absorber though. Anybody who gets them, that like the Leon setup that I'm skating, you need a heel lift. Um, but. The density of the foam is really good because even when they are wet, they don't feel, they don't have that, that like gushy, that, that Because they're really thing. thin. The liners that Joey's talking about are the intuition liners yeah, available from Shop Task. We, yeah, they're the, a little bit pricey, but they're worth it. The, I not that I know. I, I don't work on them, commission. I paid full price for these liners because after the podcast with Leon, that's probably, if you want to listen to the last podcast with Leon, it's like he talks about them quite a bit. And I didn't like them at first, but he said you know, break them in. And after like a few sessions, they felt, uh, they're real cause they're like the ski liners or whatever. They're really kind of stiff at first, but then, uh, you heat mold them and they start molding to your foot. They feel yeah. really good. I still like, I cut mine and everything like mine are cut down compared to Leon's, but it's a company that just focuses on liners. They make liners for snowboard boots, wakeboard boots, well, water they're, skis. They're most known for skiing, ski boots. Um, yeah. but I'm very impressed with the liners. We can, we go, oh, we switch it up, switch it up. So, um, what's going on, feel, man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I gotta try and. You I know, gotta, we're just chilling, no, I just, having a beer. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to get into character here. Yo, hey, what's up? You got. Oh, I can't do it. 
You did it. You did it really good. So what's going on? Oh, you're so much better at it. I'll try and do my version of it. What's Yo, what's up? This is Todd and Joey, uh, com. It's been a while since we recorded a podcast, but this is How to Be Unpopular podcast number, what is it, 138. We're coming at you with some brand new fresh content. We're just chilling out after a sesh, filmed for the upcoming video, Mushroom Blading 7. Uh, shit's going to be off the hook. Uh, we've been filming with Leon Bassin, uh, Joey, myself. Um, I, I hope to have the video out, you know, before Christmas time or... You know, I just want to have enough time to get the clips that we need, enough spots, good spots, good clips. Uh, I want the tricks to be, you know, like on another level. So if we're late, you know, putting out content, I want it to be on DVD and shops. We're not going to put it online. We want it to, we want to, we want. Oh, we're doing it up. We're doing it up real. So respect, love. Support. Support. Support your industry. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, support the bullshit. How did you feel? So BG's uh, making a comeback, eh? I don't want to go there. <laughs> did you see my joke? Yeah. Did you see my I, joke? I fucking hate when people do that, but I, I still do it. I don't like when people tweet and post something. Everyone has seen it. You don't have to ask the person. They've most probably seen it. I've known some people who, who, who ask me all the time, if they saw the thing that they posted to Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> the whole point is that the information is out there. You can see it if you want. Don't tell me. So I just did that. But I right. thought, I, and in all honesty, I was like, I was pooping at work and I was like thinking so hard about, I, it made me angry for some reason. Like it, it made me, makes me really angry and people are, it's completely open for people to return back to skating and use the name or the brand or whatever, the representation of the rose-colored glasses, old video series, whatever. But I was so angry that everyone was just like, Oh, BG's coming back. <laughs> this is it. This is what yeah. we've needed all along. This is going to do it. This is going to be it. You see that camera Daypan was using? Did you see how big it was? That's like a $50,000 camera, man. Once, once people see that footage, blading's gonna blow. Listen, listen. There's a lot of people who have been making videos since VG got bad, kind of around 10, 10-ish. There was some okay, like VG10, would you say it started to go down? VG10 Cal sucked. California Dream is pretty good. VG11, the one with Latimer on the cover doing that, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good VG. VG11? Yeah, and live, like, but yeah. they, it kind of started to go downhill, like, and you can't fuck with, uh, like, kind of VG3 to 7 are probably, like, the peak pinnacle, and then there's some good ones, but, like, really, VG started going down, and there's been people making videos, I'm not saying, like, just us, but there's been people making video content and videos and skating since Dave Payne has left skating and come back, coming back, and it's like, we should be celebrating those people, yeah. and nobody, like... If it's like VG's back, it shouldn't be. Ex people should be like, so like we've been skating that the whole time. Like where VG left that whole thing that he wrote about, like uh, it should it should be an uphill climb for him. He should need to prove that people should care. When was the last time Dave Payne skated? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like uh, maybe he does, but and not that you have to prove that you skate, but I but that that's kind of important to me. I think that's kind of an important thing, but 
what can you do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like strange creatures or whatever that new video or like honey baked and those like an Haitian Meg and stuff like that. It's like, I'm sure those people, if it's like, I'm just kind of making assumptions, but if Dave Payne's like, I want to give this guy a profile and this guy a profile. And we live in an age where everybody has the tools to make videos and put up whatever they want in whatever vision and form their own little crews. We don't need a VG anymore. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything, but am I being too ridiculous? No, totally. Know. VG was a relevant part of rollerblading like 15 years ago. But and you're right. We don't need a VG. At the same we don't time, need we don't need like a head of rollerblading that is bringing together all this footage and make like it's, I, it's not really necessary. This is all based on assumptions, right? Yeah. Because this is Roller News. Like took the photo right. Like Roller News can blow things out of proportion, which I think is it's kind of funny in some ways. And I still think to this day that my theory about that they generate the negative comments. It's got to be true. It, well, either you, that or I there's just a lot of negativity think, in rollerblading. You think rollerbladers are that shitty? Yeah, rollerbladers are shitty people. Really? Not all, but most. I like. They're insecure. Uh, I can't defensive. remember. I can't remember your name. It could have been question mark or three exclamation marks or something. But the comp. I should get. I. I gotta get some velos. That's the last thing that I yep. posted. Some. Obviously. I haven't been skating long enough and I haven't tried enough skates. I think I should take their advice, go back to Velos. Maybe some good shit will happen. Maybe if I get Volos, Dave Payne might get a hold of me and I might be able to oh, get a profile. Oh, shit, a profile like, in the just, next VG? I can ditch this you whole would... mushroom blading thing. Yep. Ditch that Fuck shirt. that shit. VG shirt. Yeah. Volo gear. Bigger, better and things. Just tell my girlfriend, tell my work. Like, I'm 31 <laughs> years old. I have a shot. Like, yeah. this, I've got, I got a VG. I got to work on this profile. Like, VG I have to pro quit my like, job. Lacey, you're just not going to see me like, for two years. I got to film. Come on. Randy Spizer, Eric Burke, those profiles, like, that, they mean something, right? So that's got to mean, like. Man, Petty's profile in VG7 was so good. You know what? It was really good. It's, it's. Uh, can you name anything that's come even close to that style of skating for speed? Well, and it's so hard to you say. Know what's so it's so hard to say. He had aluminum grind plates and he, flat. Yeah, that's so badass. He did like that disaster backside. He did oh. a lot of sick shit. But the thing it. is, it's so difficult to view those things uh, objectively because we remember seeing it when we were like totally different people right so our memory of it was watching it through those eyes so our respect for it is just like oh my god it's amazing it's godly and and yeah those feelings that we have are real but they're based on like an 18 year old kid watching watching that as skating changed or have we changed You've changed, Joey. You've changed. Wasn't that a big joke for a while, like in Western Canada? That was like people were throwing that one out. You know yeah. when there's like a joke that goes around, the you've changed was popular. For well, it's a hilarious while. because I think that's a funny thing because like at, at, in the early, in your early 20s, that the thing like he's changed, that's like a bad thing. Yeah. You don't want to change. You want to cling to what you, what you, what earned you your respect, 
That's still me, man. I still got that. That's me. That's where we we're talking about. Going of course, to you're gonna fucking change. There's rollerblading, the religion, and there's rollerblading, the activity that's fun, that you uh, grow through personally. That and it doesn't have to be rollerblading, right? It can be anything. If that makes any sense, right? Like it could be. Uh, uh, writing the religion or writing just something that you do once in a while because it comes from a place where you just have to do it. Well, I think it, I don't know if writing so I don't know if writing's the best um, example, but like exercise. No, like no, no, no. Yoga uh, can no, be no, a no. cultural. Yeah, it can be. It, it, I think any activity, doing it Graffiti. for the sake of doing like, it. Let's just say. Okay, no, go ahead. Doing it and and making your own mark with it, like like doing it in your own way, and not being conditioned too much by the culture within it and that's it's it's impossible not to be conditioned by the culture because we are conditioned by role betting culture um but it's important to recognize that and to think about how you in your life can use it yeah you're right no no yeah you get it you get it the the um like you don't have to to be a role player. Like you don't have to wear a certain thing and wear certain skates and do certain tricks. You can make rollerblading your own. You don't need to talk like other rollerbladers. You don't need to edit like other other rollerbladers. And and it sounds so obvious. It's that and, question. But people like... people are circle jerking circle jerking like crazy. Jer- people people are there's so many edits that are rollerblading edits. Like there, there's there's a formula, and it's like shit's got to be tight. Like shit has to be filmed a certain way. Your trick has to be perfectly executed. There's a certain way that roll budding talk. All that is cultural conditioning, whether people want to admit it or not. Circles there's pressure. Term for it, yeah. And in roll budding, there's a lot of pressure because if you if you step out of those bounds, you're gonna get fucking hated on. Yeah. Because people don't want to see you step out of your bounds. But the funniest is not like, about individuality. It is about doing sh- your shit proper. But as soon as you get out of the circle jerk and you just start jerking off by yourself, more people connect with that. Just go jerk off by yourself. You don't have to. You go, yeah, you jerk off all, all over your own shit. Jerk off in the mirror. Don't jerk off with in the circle jerk with everyone else. You gotta jerk off in the mirror looking at yourself. You hear that? You don't wanna play salty said, cracker. Um, just to stroke my ego, the nobody at the at the yoga studio like that worked there, how I said that nobody knew that I rollerbladed or anything. You know, you always try and keep it on the down low. You don't want you, you don't, don't wanna have to explain it. Uh, someone saw the the best of mushroom blading edit or something, and then yeah. a, a bunch of girls and ladies that work at the studio oh, saw damn. it. And the thing that they said more than anything else was that there was a freedom that came through in it, and that was over top. That that was like the feeling, and it's like uh, I was saying how if males I was talking on the way down that that famous or when Arlo said. Uh, it's not that people don't, not only do they not like rollerblading, but they don't want to see rollerblading. So there's that male attitude before they would see something like that, that might be like, oh, fuck rollerblading. And they wouldn't even be open to seeing that it's a free person doing whatever they want. But I yeah. loved how at the yoga studio, like people who do movements and stuff, 
They've really fucking appreciated someone strapping wheels to their feet and doing whatever the fuck they wanted in whatever locations. And they didn't even know that that was possible or that people did it. And their gut feeling when they watched the edit was like more than I could ever ask for. Whereas if you showed them a traditional edit, it might be like trying to force the athletic perspective, which is a lot harder to translate into that gut feeling. Yeah, and people just don't care. And I'm sure a lot of people have had that experience where they see like an amazing like halfy section or something where he's doing huge technical tricks and they're like, holy shit, this is amazing. And to them it is amazing. And then they show their girlfriend or they show a friend who doesn't skate and they you expect to get this reaction like, oh my God. And they're just like, oh, sweet, yeah. Um, there's there's no see, emotional connection. You can see amazing shit for anything online. Yeah. Those like those people are amazing edits where it's like, you know, it, I don't know that. There's probably a big difference between a person wanting to do whatever they want in their own imagination and then a person who wants to be the best at something. And I think right. that it's less about people connect less with people who are the best they can say, oh, that's amazing, but the, if that makes any sense. No, 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 that's that a common thing, it's I think. It's really hard for that freedom to come through. Which Almost done. It's oh, 8.53. But I think the, um, it, it, it happens in any art form where there's a focus on success more than a focus on, on what you want to be doing. Because it's natural as human beings to want success. You want to be the best or you want to make a living at what you're doing. Um, and, and, and it's a interest, it's a, it's, it's contradictory, contradictory to like, I just want to create something because I think that's really cool as opposed to, I want to create something because I'm going to get all this respect and I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to get all the bitches. I was thinking about that with like those, those shows, like reality shows that are in there, like eighth season or whatever like American Idol and so you think you can dance and it, there's all this build up oh. to like the, the, the culture yeah. of like the judges oh. and like you've made it to the next round with 20 other people and even if you win the competition everyone's gonna forget about you anyway and that it's like, shit that fucking shit is responsible for the <laughs> demise of human creativity that that image of someone doing something with a panel of accomplished <laughs> judges um, and they love it just, no it, it didn't work uh, fucking, your tone was off and, and we love to see people ripped we, apart yeah, we love but that affects some, our own perception yeah. of what we're doing well, because be, everyone imagines those fucking stupid judges judging them and who are the rollerblading judges by the way like who's the, the panel it's a huge panel <laughs> it's every rollerblader in the world and most of them are wearing volos no you think so well, I don't know that was <laughs> Some of them were wearing SSMs, whatever, all the, all the skates. But people are so, they love to just rip people apart. And Pass me that if you're not going to Yeah, they, they're, they're not, people need to realize that they're not, they're not experts. They're not the authority on what they're doing and they're not the authority on what other people are doing. Yeah. They, you see things a certain way, that's fine. You have your opinions. Yeah. You bring a certain amount of experience to the table. But you don't know any more than any other human about anything. At the end of the day, it's all going into the dirt. We're all trying to pretend that we know what we're doing. Yeah. When we all, we, we actually don't. When we don't. And it, I think it would be really healthy for some people to forget everything they know, or at least to discredit 
in their own minds what they think they know or even their own opinion. It's hard though. It's really hard to go out and possibly look like a loser and to, so hard. to, to, to take chance, break away from what you think, you know, and what you grew up with and who you think you are and all that. Yeah. We need to for, forget the ideas of like in any venture, whether you're a musician or rollblading or anything, you almost need to try to imagine that you are the only person in the world that's doing that. And you have to erase the history and you have to erase the opinions of your peers and what everyone else thinks and just get into the mindset of I'm the only one doing this. All the cliches are true. What is that? Is that a cliche? Is that a saying? Like, well, it's like be yourself. Yeah. (laughs) It's so hard to, and I think we've talked about it before, but it's so hard to, you hear all those things about like be yourself and, and don't listen to anyone and be stubborn or not. And it's so difficult to do, to actually do. You can talk about it all day. But when you put those blades on your feet, what like I'm well, I'm I'm a vi- I'm a victim of insecurity. And do you ever and well and do you ever uh, deep down inside tell yourself that maybe it was a fluke that you got into skating and it's the wrong thing that you're following all of the time? Course. Yeah, but at least it's still something that uh, that I obsess over. Like I'm not done with it yet. Yeah, I'm just I have a bunch of things. It may seem silly to be making skate videos and edits and things like that, but I'm not done with it. I still have, there's yeah. lots that I have to get out before I, always I have feel those, like I'm done with it. Do you ever have, like, have those feelings like, holy shit, I have put so much time and energy it means and money something. into this thing and nobody gives a shit. It means something it, because it's, it, it, it's that's but where I, it's about you. It's not yeah. about anybody else. It's you have to honor that. I, I'm, I'm 30 years old and I am constantly obsessing about rollerblading i'm constantly thinking about tricks and stuff and even if i think even if i know that all that time and energy hasn't really gotten me anywhere in like the normal conventional sense of success i need to honor the fact that i'm obsessed with it i think it's because it's something that probably enhances everything else in your life in some way but it's just it is what it is i'm i'm obsessed with skating I have if it is I have to just accept that. If I f- try to fight that, I'd be like get, I don't get how it's I don't get how it's it's such a dumb activity to so many people, but that's also the social conditioning, I guess. But do you, like do you ever think about that? It and is like, it is fr- it is frustrating how <laughs> it's just it's invisible. And it's either invisible, but that's a good or thing. People just sword. really don't like it. It they don't like the way a person looks on rollerblades. Yeah, um, it, that's interesting. It's interesting to me. I think that's just like this period of time. But humans, everything has led to that point where people are uncomfortable with those movements. That means something. There's something powerful about those. I don't movements. get how it's. Uh, like, do you ever think about, like, how everything has been absorbed into the mainstream? Like, everything. Parkour, yeah. graffiti. Like, you can just name off. Everything can be in a commercial and sell something now. <laughs> roller, Like, unicycling, juggling, rollerblading. Like, there's things that, that are more, like, like oh, that's a, that's a weird thing. That can't sell any products. Like, it, yeah. do you ever think about that? It just... It's one of those quirky activities, and I, I see it as something that's so much bigger than that, but 
Yeah. Not currently in this moment in time. It's a kooky ass, quirky thing, and then it's really funny that within rollerblading, uh, there's people that that think it needs to look cool for people to think that it's cool. And that people are really language is language is so limited as, lately. <laughs> as a culture, we need we need to be more open to diversity within it. We need to be more comfortable with seeing things that we're not used to seeing within our culture. And we need to push those things and we need to uh, encourage people. Why don't cone skaters experiment with aggressive skating? Um, that's another just, well, like why are people, I don't know. They're not why interested. Why are things so, like, why are the tribes so, like, we're supposed to like as soon as you start to use the language like that's when it starts to turn into a cliche it's like if all the tribes started working together and making stuff that combined all the different things well it's the same thing why don't more aggressive skaters cone skate because they they identify so much with this aggressive culture that the idea of like putting on flat rocker skates and doing cones is just they they it makes them cringe they wouldn't they would never the judges sitting at a table the rollerblading judges the aggressive skating judges would not allow cone skating no if you were on the rollerblading uh, reality, it would be the big x the red x there'd be uh, would it be what there'd be the one like it couldn't be a british guy i don't know who would there'd be the rollerblading judge at the table that they just can't wait to just fucking rip into people yeah Honestly, your sports selection was absolutely terrible. You think you can call that aggressive skating? <laughs> Go watch Alex Broskow, Chris Farmer. These are people who have put the foundation of this activity. And you're here doing these, these, these cones. <laughs> and then there's the Get one him judge. off the stage. Then there's like the one judge. I thought it was great. Oh, oh, come on. No, I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed Boo. it. Boo! <laughs> I guess that's it. I'm getting texts. Yeah. It was hey, short. listen. That's all there is. But it, feel, it feels good to do podcasts. I'm, it'll, I'll be doing more and more podcasts as my life clears up. I've been insanely busy yeah. with a newborn, and I just moved... And, uh, but, uh, this in itself is embarrassing to post onto the internet, but you know, pretty embarrassing.